Hi, everyone. Anthony Fantano here, Internet's busiest music nerd, and thank you for listening to another episode of The Needle Drop Podcast. And in this latest episode, we have a very special interview with singer-songwriter Miss Chelsea Wolf, who has a new record out titled Abyss, which I just reviewed. Thought it was fantastic. And in this interview, we're going to be talking about the music on that record, Chelsea's creative process, anything that she has coming up. As far as output, her upcoming tour, and anything else that just sort of comes up in the midst of conversation, Chelsea, thanks for coming on. Hi, thanks for having me. Um, all right, man. So, so Abyss, this record is <laughs> one of the deepest, darkest, freaking things I've I've heard all year, and uh, it's just it's just uh, I don't know, it's, it's just really impenetrable. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Sorry, I'm laughing. Well, I mean, I'm laughing because your voice goes from like hi-fi to lo-fi, um, back and forth a lot, and it's it just kind of sounds like I'm talking to, I don't know, a robot like that lives inside the computer or something. But you're a real person, <laughs> so hi. Mm. Um, yeah, Abyss. It's a heavy album, yeah. I mean, it's it seems like I mean on prior records that there wasn't as much of a as much of an emphasis on just the the thickness of the sound that you had going. I mean, it was really just like a lot of 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 atmosphere, you know, sort of a, to kind of make the the music that that you do make have this kind of gloomy tone to it. But uh, but this new record, I mean, just kind of came out really heavy and oppressive, um, in in a good way. Uh, I mean, is there what sort of drove you in that direction? I mean, the first thought was really just like, we've been touring so much the past few years and we've been touring with a lot of really great bands. And um, for the first time, I really kind of considered that while I was writing the album and I considered that I wanted to have some more heavy songs to play live and that would be fun to play live and that would translate well live, you know? So that was kind of like one of the goals for the album was to make sure there were some heavy songs on there. And then the subject matter, of course, of a lot of the songs is also really heavy. So once we got into the studio, it just kind of combined together with like the way that, that John Congleton produced it and everything as well. And, uh, became a lot heavier than I even expected, but that's kind of, that's what I wanted. You know, I just, I didn't know how to get there on my own. So like bringing all these people together and bringing everything together in the studio with John was, was really a good mix, I think. So, so when writing these tracks, I mean, a, a lot of your songs on your previous records, uh, you know, especially with, um, uh, uh, especially with, you know, sort of the, the, the records, uh, you were coming around with maybe around like, um, uh, like late, like 2011, 2010 or so, uh, it, it seemed like even though there was a lot of atmosphere and there was a lot of sound play going on, uh, at the core of these tracks, there was like a strong song that it, that it felt like you kind of crafted separately from having recorded it. Uh, whereas here, I mean, it feels like the heaviness of the record was really a part of the, the writing process and, um, uh, that, that you weren't necessarily kind of maybe hammering these tracks out on an acoustic or something before, but, uh, it, it kind of seems like these massive riffs were really key to, uh, pulling these songs together, even from the start. Yeah. A lot of the guitar riffs came from my bandmate, Ben, and we would just be kind of like working on stuff in the studio and I would hear him playing a certain riff or idea or whatever. And, and I would kind of stop him and, and say that we should build from that, you know? Um, mm. So yeah, a lot of the, the heavier songs came from Ben. And then I think the more uh, long drawn out acoustic sounding ones are obviously the ones that came from me. 
Um, so it's a, it's a mix of, of both, you know, things that started as, you know, being played through pe- uh, pedals and like really heavy from the start. And then there's songs like survive or something that started just on an acoustic guitar and really built up from there. Hmm. Uh, it, it's, it's really interesting to sort of think of, you know, a song like survive, uh, sort of starting at, at sort of that humble beginning and then just kind of getting more monstrous as you're sort of piling onto it, uh, in the, in the studio. Um, but, uh, yeah, well that, but one of the tracks that really hit me was like the last one, which is maybe one of the least heavy on the record, but just, uh, you know, all the fractured pianos on that track and just the, uh, the, the strings on that song too are really eerie. Yeah, I mean, that was one of the first songs that I wrote for this album. Um, we always visit this place called Tawakana. Our friend Josh Pearson lives out uh, in Texas. It's kind of this really cool spot in the middle of nowhere in Texas. And it's got like a old schoolhouse, really tall limestone building that's um, kind of in the middle of a field. And there's a piano upstairs that's got a bunch of broken keys. And I was just kind of messing around, recording little ideas. And then I gave it to Ben to sort of translate into a more electronic vibe. And that was kind of how that song was built. And it's also where like the title came from, obviously. I mean, once I wrote that song, that word abyss stood out to me so much and I kind of just fell in love with it and the album started to revolve around it. Uh, so, I mean, obviously the, the album revolves around it in a sonic sense and, um, you know, I, I, I apologize for not sort of knowing more about this beforehand, but it's just kind of the way my, my ears gravitate towards certain sounds and stuff in music, especially when it's this sort of heavy, but, um, uh, could, could you kind of, you know, enlighten me as to some of the lyrical ideas that sort of, uh, you dove into with this record and how they center around the title? Yeah. I mean, well, the idea of having the idea of writing this album for me, I was like, I wanted to sort of isolate myself and have writing sessions. Typically I just kind of write, constantly and nothing is really very linear it's all just kind of out of time out of order um and then once I sort of got the idea in my head that I wanted to make this new album and I wanted it to be kind of about exploring the deep mind and exploring the subconscious or the unconscious then I would have these writing sessions by myself and I started out and um my record label has this farmhouse in the high desert and there's a big empty barn there with great reverb and just really quiet and kind of desolate out there. So it was a perfect setting for it. Um, and yeah, that was the, the goal of it was kind of just to be able to like reach really deep into my own head, into my own emotions and really confront things that I maybe hadn't, hadn't been for a while, things that I'd been avoiding. So, so, so let me get this straight. Your, your record label owns a barn house. <laughs> farm house. Oh, farmhouse. With, a farmhouse. With a barn. Yeah. With a barn. Okay, with a barn. An empty space. Yeah. I I like... Uh, Yeah, I mean, obviously that's what it's... Yeah. I mean, obviously that's what it's used for. But is it a a popular recording destination for the other groups on the uh, the label too, or...? I think a lot of people go there to write, but typically they'll Mm. stay in the house and there's like a little makeshift studio set up in the house, but I kind of set up my own little studio out in the barn and, and worked out there, yeah. Okay. Um, Sorry, I'm so, so I'm so bad at this. I'm trying my best to keep it interesting. <laughs> I see. No, you're fine. Just be just be as conversational as possible. I mean, you know, you're 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 doing fine. Yeah. Um. Uh. So 
so so during the writing process i mean uh you're sort of holed up in in this farmhouse and um you know is sort of that isolation really important to you i mean i've uh, there are actually some amazing records that i love uh that sort of have really strong themes of isolation and just you know no human contact and 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 that sort of thing um like women's public strain comes to mind uh and 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 i could definitely you know sort of see that coming up in this record as well just uh um the darkness of it it's kind of like uh i mean it's 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 kind of blinding you know but to your ears in a way mm-hmm. basically i was writing out there for a few weeks and it it kind of made me remember why i like writing in locations and why I like taking inspiration from space and the sound of the space. So mm-hmm. after I was done there, I started looking for my own place that was kind of on the outskirts and ended up moving out of Los Angeles into the mountains and set up shop out here and finished writing the album. Um, yeah. So I think there's definitely, there's definitely a vibe of like, I wanted to get away from people. I wanted to get, a, I wanted to get away from the same energies and sounds and things that had inspired Pain is Beauty and Unknown Rooms because I wrote those albums when I was living right outside of downtown LA in this really noisy, really hectic area. Um, Mm. So yeah, it was a really big change and I think that it probably helps me to just focus more and and focus on the lyrics more and focus in on everything more. And and was there, I mean, obviously, you know, you wanted the record to be heavier, but I mean, in, in a sense, I mean, I think this is like your most metal record yet i mean is that consciously a decision that you wanted to go into or is that just kind of a vibe that happens as a result of the album being so loud and being so heavy yeah i'm never really going for any sort of specific genre or you know sound or something like that i'm just focusing on each song as it comes and and trying to Mm -hmm. give it the right feeling and the right mood and the right intensity um or like holding back whatever it needs so yeah regardless of metal or whatever I'm, I'm just making the songs how they're supposed to be in my head i mean it's it not not to say that it doesn't sound that way it definitely does and and it sounds like i mean sort of looking at this record and sort of reframing your last album sort of in context with this new record i mean it seems like you know uh not just your label, but your audience too has been really fantastic and sort of supporting you as you kind of give us a different sound with each record. It, uh, it, it seems like a lot of audiences sometimes aren't quite as forgiving when an artist wants to like switch sounds, incorporate heavier guitars or incorporate electronics or, or whatever. But, uh, it's, you know, do have you sort of thought about this kind of freedom that your label and that your audience has kind of allotted you in order to sort of be able to move in any direction that you want with each release? Yeah, totally. I mean, I think you kind of summed it up and I feel super lucky to be in a place like that where I can just like experiment and I mean, I would do it anyways, but it's really nice that people have been really open to it. They were open when I did an acoustic album and they were open when I started adding electronics and like, yeah, this, this album's like a lot heavier guitar wise and things like that. So yeah, I think people have been super supportive and I feel super lucky for that. Yeah. What is it exactly that, that, that you think, uh, even though you are kind of switching from style to style, I mean, obviously it's not just 
uh, whatever genre that your music might happen to land in that's drawing people to each record that you're making. Uh, obviously, people are enjoying the music you're making. Not, I mean, it's, it, it, it goes beyond the style of music that you're making. I guess the enjoyment of it. Uh, what exactly is sort of, you know, pulling all these albums together and making people just a fan of your work in general, even though, you know, you do have this tendency to uh, give us a bit of a surprise with each record. Yeah, I mean, I think the the main thing is that pretty much every album has like a range of styles and a range of dynamics. And every album, I, I always kind of think like, okay, this is the album where maybe I'll have like only heavy songs or only whatever, you know, electronic songs or something. And then every time I just start writing songs that are, you know, in, in different realms and, and and then they just start, start to all fit together in, in some way. And I put them together on this album. So yeah, I think it's just kind of the, the fact that I don't just stick to one certain sound or, or type of song on, on each album. I just kind of, you know, follow the, the flow of the songs regardless of the instrumentation Etc. Is uh is the idea of doing a heavier record something that's been bouncing around in your head for a while? No, not really. I I was actually thinking that this, like my next album after Pain Is Beauty, would be a more like acoustic kind of subdued, intimate kind of one. I mean, I think this the way this turned out is also very intimate. But yeah, I was thinking that it would be kind of held back and kind of you know really. I don't know just minimal but as I started I, I wrote some of those kind of songs and then as we started working more and more it just started turning in this heavier direction and and yeah like I said earlier we're keeping the the live set in mind and sort of the end goal of, of touring you know not just releasing the album but actually having songs that we could really have fun with live and, and mess around with while we're um practicing it and rehearsing it and putting it all together. So yeah, no, I didn't expect that. Yeah. Sorry. Long story. <laughs> is, uh, uh, is, is an acoustic record something that, you know, is, is, uh, I mean, obviously you've dabbled in that before, but, um, uh, you know, the previous project, but is that something that you kind of feel like, you know, you obviously just kind of said that you had somewhat intentions to do that with this new project, mm -hmm. but it turned into something totally different. Is that an avenue that you don't feel like you've completely explored and you, what you're you're tempted to go back in that direction yeah for sure I'll, I'll do that kind of stuff again i mean the other album was kind of like a build-up of songs from over the years mixed with like a few new ones but i would like to write a lot more new songs like that and you know maybe some of the abyss rejects will end up on it as well you know <laughs> so because there's a few songs that we recorded that didn't didn't make it on the album just because they, they didn't mm. they didn't fit at least in my head so um yeah, they might end up on like another album someday or something, or maybe not. And uh, so, so let's move on from uh, the new record to sort of what you're doing from here uh, artistically. I mean, uh, aside from, you know, the possibility of doing something acoustic again in the future, um, you know, where's your head at in, in terms of, uh, you know, sort of writing or recording again or sort of any future possibilities or ideas for what you might want to do on your next record? Yeah, I don't really look that far ahead when I've just released another album, but I am still writing and working on stuff. Yeah, I'm constantly writing lyrics and collecting, you know, ideas and melodies and things like that. Um, and sometimes just writing full songs out of nowhere. 
as well and just sort of like storing them away for later. Um, Mm. So I think as, as usual, probably, you know, in the right time, it'll start to sort of reveal itself to me, you know, like the album, the next album will come together kind of naturally, I think. And cause that's the way that it's gone so far. Is, uh, uh, just touring behind this material sort of like the first thing that's on the, on the top of your head right now? Yeah, definitely right now because it starts in two weeks and we've really been working hard to get the songs to where we want them to be. So we're all really tired and ragged and, you know, getting ready, <laughs> getting ready to go out there and just like do this. Um, I mean, it's, it's, it's a massive record. It's a thick record. I mean, is there anything that, uh, sort of in the live performance that, that you guys have sort of had uh, trouble recreating, you know, that you're actually hearing on the record, you know, is, 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 is sort of recreating that heaviness and recreating that massiveness of the record. Has, has that been a difficulty at all? No, that hasn't been a difficulty. I think, I don't know that it's been difficult per se. It's just, it's just a lot of work on each song to make sure that it's where it needs to be. And the little details are really important to me. Um, Mm. you know, having things come together at the right moment, is really important to me, even if it's different from the album, which some of it is slightly different, you know, just here and there, but yeah, so it's all, it's all important. Has the, has the sound of this record and just wanting to get these tracks right. I mean, has it, uh, has it driven you guys to alter your live setup at all or in some kind of significant way in order to sort of capture the sound and, and get it all sounding correct? Mm, yeah. I mean, we've added some new things like new pedals and, uh, new samples, new sounds. Um, Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I mean, like we're, we're definitely, you know, like I, I got some of the pedals that I was using in the studio because, you know, I really liked how a lot of it turned out and like tone wise, I mean, so, uh, yeah, like some of it will be a more literal translation with like tones and using the same pedals that we used on the record and yeah. All right. Um, uh, so, uh, I don't know what, what else, I mean, can, can, can you give me or anybody sort of like a, a heads up as terms of just sort of what else to expect outside of just, a uh, a performance of these tracks in the, uh, in the live setting? I mean, uh, you know, are you guys going to be playing louder than you ever have before? I guess. <laughs> I mean, probably just by default of this album being a loud record. So yeah, I think, yeah. I think so. Um, I don't know. Yeah. We're just, honestly, I think like we're all really enjoying playing these new songs as well. And that, and that, again, like I said earlier, was kind of part of the goal too. Like I wanted to have heavy songs, but also because those, those songs are enjoyable to play and enjoyable to, to work out and do live. Yep. Okay. All right. Um, I mean, if, uh, if, if you don't have anything else that you want to say about the record, I think we could leave it there. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we only talked. For, well, I, we only talked for twenty minutes. I know. Well, what else do you want to talk about? I just. Uh, uh, I'm. I'm not exactly sure what else to bring up. Um, uh, it. Uh, uh, it's <laughs> all good. You. You know. You are. Listen. You're. You're. You're as impenetrable as this record itself, which I totally respect. That. So. Oh. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> Which I mean is fine. I mean, I don't know. It's uh it's 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 a very dark, mysterious record mm-hmm. and 
I don't know. It's uh, you're, you, you come off mysterious as well, you know, and, and not in like a, uh, you know, not in like a, Ooh, you're mysterious kind of, no, way. you I, know, I, it's I know. A, a, you see, you seem like a very introspective and a very personal person. Mm. And, um, which, uh, you know, makes total sense, uh, you know, that you would sort of come out with a record like this and, and that you're a musician as well, because it, you know, it seems like that that is sort of the avenue with which you prefer to sort of express yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, not in sort of just like, uh, uh, blah, blah, blahing your brain out. Like I do. That's, that's what I do. That's me. (laughs) Well, you're good at it. So. (laughs) Oh, well, yeah, well, you're, you're, you're good at this. So keep that up. (laughs) Thank you. Well, it's nice to talk. It's nice to talk with you. Thank you so much for always being so you know, supportive or not supportive, but I, you know, I've, I've watched a couple of the reviews and I think it's really cool. And I think that you really get it. You know, um, we, we struggled, we struggled a lot with, uh, Ma in the studio and just with that song in general, because I have a real love hate with it. And I feel like you mm. kind of caught that, I think, right. I don't know. Didn't you say something about Ma? <laughs> I, I did. And it's funny that you, uh, <laughs> that, that you say that, um, that, that you have a, uh, a bit of a love hate thing with it. I mean, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it sounds like the way you're kind of describing that, like, um, you know, there's something there and the fact that you've put in so much work into it, uh, it, it feels special to you in some kind of way. And, um, you know, but it's not, the, the, there's probably something to the creative process there that you feel like isn't completely finished or isn't totally like exactly where you want it. But, you know, it's, it just seems like there's too much potential in it to just like completely throw it away and ignore it and just leave it off the record. Yeah. I mean, there's never like a notion that we would leave it off the record because lyrically that one is important to me and like special to me, but, Hmm. but yeah, I mean, we just struggled with it and I think you can probably tell, you know, but I still am happy with it. I just, you know, there's still like something that I feel like I couldn't grasp with that song like just sonically and musically not lyrically or melody wise or anything but yeah okay but 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 to get into a specific um what what is it about that song lyrically that says to you i can't leave it off this record because it's too important to the whole theme of the record i mean it really, but I don't know what you just said. It, it is really important to the theme of the record, like, and no, but I'm, I'm saying, I'm saying, like, how is it important oh. to the theme of the record? Like, how, like, what do you do? Like, what are you saying on that song that makes it key to the theme of the record to you? Well, when I title a record something that's as strong and like multi-meaning as abyss, you know, like just looking mm-hmm. at the dictionary definition for that word is, is really intriguing you know there's so many different definitions and it's like something very internal and something very external at the same time at least that's how you know that's what I get out of it and and ma is almost kind of like another word for abyss it's like this this Mm. open space this like sort of you know mouth of the beast and uh and I explored that in that way and and the, the abyss as this sort of afterlife in that song and and to me that was like you know that was just like one of one of the ways I was exploring the abyss and, and it, it, yeah. So again, it was just like important for me to include that in there. And there's also like a few really personal lines on there. Um, you know, and I like to throw in a few personal things on, you know, on each record, there's like a few lines here and there that are really directly related to my own experience or something. And, 
and yeah, I think because I want my, my music to be kind of intimate and I want people to connect with it. I like, I like to know that there's, there is some stuff on the album that is more personal. So, you know, this is one of those songs and that's why I wanted to put it on there. What kind of personal experiences sort of, uh, influence you in the, uh, in the songwriting process? I mean, <laughs> is, it, is it, yeah, I, 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 I know, I know we're, 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 we're getting personal here. Oh, we're approaching um, the iron gate. Sure. Um. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I mean, you know, is, is it, is it, I mean, it, <laughs> it's, it's, the record is so heavy and it's so brooding. And, um, I, I think, uh, uh, you know, that question, I think a lot of people just by listening to the record would assume that, uh, uh, maybe sort of in, in, in one breath, you know, is there like this really huge sort of life changing event that sort of haunts you mm. and, you know, keeps you up awake at night and, you know, sort of, you, <clears throat> you just wake up in the midst of a cold sweat due to this one life occurrence or something, or, you know, are you sort of being influenced by the same kind of, uh, emotional, trials and tribulations your average person is sort of going through you know love and so yeah. on and so forth i think for me there's not like one defining moment of my life there's a lot of little things um i mean i can tell you like on on ma the chorus lyrics are, are the part that were most personal and it's a lot of this album is obviously about my struggles with sleep and dreams and sleep paralysis and nightmares over the years and uh you know the chorus is is basically just kind of describing this feeling of, you know, sleeping next to someone in a bed and that person is sleeping soundly and peacefully and and you're just wide awake and your mind is racing and you have, you know, like dramatic scenes playing out on the ceiling and you're, and you're just in this totally different realm, you know, but yet you're next to this, this person who's just like so, um, yeah, peaceful. And, and so it's just kind of that, that dichotomy, that, dichotomy and that juxtaposition of those two things and and yeah that is really personal because that is something that I've like struggled with for a long time if I'm with someone and and I just feel like I'm my mind is raging and on fire and I wish that I could just be in that peaceful place you know it absolutely I mean is is that something that you is is that something that you struggle with that ends up kind of um sort of i guess spilling over into the other person as well it also affects you know the other person in a direct way like uh the the other person may sort of understand or know when exactly you're suffering in the midst of these episodes or is it just kind of like a very quiet personal sort of struggle yeah it's like a quiet personal thing yeah um is is that something that you've you've been dealing with for a very long time yeah for sure i mean like even when i was a kid my you know i would have like um I don't know if you, what do you call it? Night terrors or whatever, where I would like yell and thrash in my sleep. And so my parents took me to like a sleep center to try and figure out what's wrong with me, hooked me up to all these machines and, you know, had me there overnight. They didn't find anything. I think it was really just kind of recurring nightmares and like my weird claustrophobic reaction to it was just to like physically try and get out of it, you know? Um, so yeah, I mean, since then it's just always been like a sort of series of different, sleep and dream issues. And it's not really a big deal. I just think that I didn't realize, <clears throat> excuse me, I didn't realize how, how much it had kind of affected the way that I, you know, write lyrics and music and stuff. And yeah, so I think I sort of channeled it a little bit more on this record. And uh, I mean, on this record, uh, 
Yeah, I mean, it's it's it sounds like from the way you're describing it that it's something that you you hadn't sort of taken head on in an artistic manner quite as 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 strongly as you did on this project. Yeah. Um, is is there a, was there kind of a a mental turning point that made you really want to focus on this on on this project? Mm. I mean, I was reading this Carl Jung book, Memories, Dreams, Reflections. And it's like basically just the last thing that he wrote um, before he passed away. And he was just kind of looking back at his life, looking back at dreams. And one of the dreams started with, like he was experimenting with dreams and trying to see if he could sort of affect them or make them affect his waking life. And one of the dreams started with the line, I let myself drop. And, and that was kind of the catalyst for this whole idea of actually trying to explore that side you know, that the, the internal side, this, this subconscious, the sleep, the dreams. And yeah, so I think that was, that was kind of where it started. It's, um, it's, it's, it's interesting just to hear you say all of this because it just, it just puts together a lot of puzzle pieces, uh, as far as how the album sounds. Um, you know, I, I imagine those episodes of, of sleep paralysis, um, can be really, isolating because you know it's um i mean when 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 you're in the midst of those moments is there a uh sort of an on and off switch like you can just kind of get up or just kind of be like i'm done doing this you know i'll just be awake and just not deal with it or you know once it's occurring is that something that you just have to sit through Mm, a little bit of both i guess i mean it's happened so often that i'm kind of at the point where i can like tell myself that it's that it is what it is. It's not real. You know, there's not actually someone there. Um, yeah. So I think I'm getting more of a handle on it, but for mm. a, a, a lot of it too, is I think what has helped is moving out of the city and, and being in a, in a more quiet and calm place physically. And also just kind of in my life. Well, that, that was also kind of the second part of it because it kind of seems like in a way, uh, it's, it's a really, um, it it can it, it sounds like it could be kind of a torturous mental kind of isolation and sort of in response to that you've sort of embraced this physical isolation when you were writing the record and you wanted to be in this large open space mm-hmm. away from all the hustle and bustle and um <laughs> uh, and and you're and you're saying that that kind of affected this in a positive way the 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 you're dealing with these these dream issues yeah it affected that in a positive way and i think it just really gave me more clarity on everything you know uh so 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 taking that and then going to the whole abyss thing um with the sound of this album being so heavy i mean it's uh, to me an abyss and you know you could tell me what your definition of it is and and sort of what it means to you but i mean an abyss to me says like it's it it means like vastness and like openness to me and and sort of a endless in a way but obviously i mean in in a way that i think the sound of this album doesn't totally represent that in its uh i mean the the sound of the record is so full it's not so much open as it is like uh, like i said before sort of oppressive mm-hmm. but the thing about an abyss is that to me it's so vast and it's so open that it's scary. You know, it's like, there's sometimes people can be uneasy knowing that there's like no boundaries in any direction, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, and I think, uh, uh, the idea of sort of creating something that seems endless and seems vast and seems open 
by filling it with sound is, is, is kind of an interesting thought. And I, and I, and I think you do that and, and not that there's like a, really a question behind this, <laughs> but, um, no, that's cool. Uh, that's a cool observation on it. Yeah. And, 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 and I mean, does, does abyss kind of have a similar, uh, I guess definition to you. I mean, it has that vastness to it and it has that openness to it, but I guess the, the, the scariness of it being so vast and open is kind of what makes it feel full. Yeah. I mean, I think the idea that it's kind of, um, something that you can't really define very easily. You know, like I said earlier, I, I like the, 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 you know, the basic dictionary definition of abyss because it's like this immeasurable infinite space and then kind of anything that's sort of like infinite and this chaos before creation. And like, you know, thinking about like a deep, a crevice in an ocean or something like that just really deep spaces was what was what kind of stood out to me and then I started thinking about that in a more internal way and just kind of thinking about the mind as an abyss and yeah going back and forth between this this really really internal mind thing and and that you know the idea of that contrasted with this the universe around us as this sort of like mostly unknown abyss of infinite space and time and matter and yeah i mean like when i think about an abyss as like a physical thing i just kind of think of this sort of immeasurable heavy blackness you know what i mean like imagining like trudging through it and and i think that i try to reflect on on certain songs like carrying flowers and yeah you know the 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 thing about an abyss though is that it's the the more that I think about it, it's kind of also an imagined thing, you know, because the yeah, sure. it's it seems like it seems like no matter where you go or kind of what abyss you could point to in the real world, it's always filled with something, <laughs> you know. There's always something there. I mean, even even though the even though the universe is vast and and whatever, I mean, there's still planets and stars and asteroids and so on and so forth, and 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 obviously, I mean, there there's no place on earth that is like truly empty there's always something there what about like so i i suppose but it's like i don't know a black hole seems like that seems uh, more that's like a vacuum that's not even like yeah 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 like an abyss is something that you could sort of like like exist in for a moment whereas like with a black hole wouldn't you just be like torn apart maybe you know because of its because of its vacuum sort of uh and and i love that we're having this discussion (laughs) pretty silly (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's i mean it's it's silly but it also kind of gets down to what the record is about because i mean you know sort of like you know the uh, the idea of an abyss is um you know is it seems like kind of a human construct you know yeah, sure. but yet it seems really real you know i mean obviously you or i have never stood in a real abyss but if if we kind of sit down and think about it the possibility of being in one seems like seems really real mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think that's maybe that's why I like it because it is sort of something that, you know, it's a word which comes from people. It's like something that we've constructed, but it also defines something really unique. And I don't know, that's why I kind of fell in love with it. Absolutely. And it's not anything that, like, you know, any one person has, like, really, really experienced, but yet we can, like, relate to it. Mm-hmm. You know, like, we can immediately recollect in our heads sort of what it would like to be in an abyss and and sort of to go back to the whole dreams thing i think a lot of us have at least been at, at least in one at one point or another been in a dream state where we felt like we were in one 
Um, and even though it may not have been real, it certainly felt real to us at the time. Yeah. I feel that a lot. And I'm sure a lot of us have seen the movie, the abyss, which mm. is a good movie. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think I watched that with my dad when I was a kid and, and it was like, it really stood out to me. I, I wasn't thinking about that movie when I wrote the album or anything like that, obviously, but of course, when I was like thinking about titling it, I remembered that, that movie. I should have watched it again, but I didn't really want it to influence me or anything like that. So anything too literal, you know? Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. And, um, you know, with, with that album's kind of themes just around the ocean, I think the ocean kind of is the closest thing that we have to an abyss on, on Earth. Yeah, for sure. That's um, usually where my mind like first goes to is, is yeah, like deep, deep ocean. <clears throat> um you know, is, is, uh, uh, you know, you're talking about how sort of, uh, isolation is, uh, was, was an inspiration for you on this record. And also, you know, how with, how with previous albums, um, uh, you know, you, you were living in kind of a, a busier area and just kind of how the ocean has just come up recently. I mean, is, is, is nature ever sort of like a, a point of serious inspiration for you? Um, yeah, for sure. you know, on, on, on your records. And I mean, is that something that you kind of personally make time to sort of stay in tune with or, you know, take notice of? Yeah. I mean, House of Metal on Pain is Beauty was sort of like a weird psychedelic love song to nature, you know, and, and just the, the like simple, but kind of magical beauty of it. So yeah, I definitely am super inspired by, you know, my surroundings in general, but I, I love to spend as much time as I can, you know, surrounded by trees and right now you know i have mountains all around me which is has been really amazing and a total change and yeah i think uh I'm, i mean i'm from new england myself so i mean you know i've pretty much been surrounded by trees for most of my mm -hmm. life and um it's it's really weird to be anywhere else where that isn't the case you know it sort of makes uh uh, uh, it sort of makes me feel uneasy after a while. Mm -hmm. Um, just kind of being in an area where there's no trees whatsoever, especially if it's kind of like the Midwest or something. Um, uh, I think, uh, and, and it's kind of strange how sort of nature themes are so unpopular or sort of uncool to <laughs> single out in a lot of like modern indie music and all that. Mm -hmm. I think the only nature based sort of formation that's cool to sing about right now is the beach. Oh Yeah. Yeah, a lot of people sing about the beach. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of people sing about the beach. Unfortunately, um, yeah, I think I think a lot of my my influence from things like that is is a little more just kind of like subtle, you know, you know, like mm. kind of like the personal side of myself. I just sort of throw in lines here and there that are about certain things, and and it, it's kind of recurring themes. But you know, like water, obviously, is a big one for me, and yeah. Um, all right. Uh, hmm. we don't have to push on if it's like, you know, <laughs> no, it's not. No, it's not. I'm just thinking that, I mean, that's, that's, I'm, I'm satisfied with all this. Cool. I, I think, I think, I think, I think I got everything that I wanted Thanks. and, um, and no, and thank you for coming on and just, um, uh, maybe you weren't planning on being this open about the record in the interview, but I'm glad that you came on and that you were so Yeah, cool. Well, thanks for having me. It was nice talking with you. It was nice talking with you, too. See you later. Bye. Bye.